Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Stefan to his Urkel, Michael Howard. Oh, you're a real fancy boy, huh? Mm-hmm. Real smooth with the ladies. Oh, yeah. I have been wearing my shorts much higher on the waist <laughs> lately, Michael. Uh, suspenders? You bet I got them. Oh, hell yeah. And you're really good at basketball. Uh, you know what? Actually, yeah, I um, one of my, I think, my maybe my favorite favorite pandemic discoveries was uh, some Twitter user who I'll look up later um, and not blog about um, who just breaks down like iconic sports scenes in sitcoms from the 90s mm-hmm. uh, and he did do one where uh, Urkel partners with some I'm blanking blanking on the basketball player but basically partners with some like 90s basketball star dressed as a grandmother who just destroys <laughs> Larry Eddie Johnson and grandmama yep there you go um, and they just and he just does like a 30, 30 for 30 style breakdown of that scene and it's stellar <laughs> oh yeah because um, everyone thought that that steve urkel was obviously bad at basketball because he's a nerd but everyone knows that skinny nerds are the best at basketball mm-hmm. like me i mean we're this is we're talking about this the show came out at a time when mugsy bugs was just dunking somehow and the man was five one so yeah I mean, Spud Webb was winning dunk contests you know he was a short short guy uh revolution i think yeah <laughs> short guy basketball um michael what what exactly first of all did i do that uh second of all what brought <laughs> what brought mr jaleel white to your mind you today? actually it's funny because you said did did i do that but you did do that because you sent me an article about uh jaleel white's new well michael you're you're really parting the kimono of our show in a way that <laughs> well i mean it was just you sent it in in the slack you sent we send stories to each other we send like I don't know, between shows, we probably spend about 10 to 15 a piece, and we yeah. go through approximately none of them when we finally actually get to recording. We only talk about, like, the three stories we happen to find that minute. Yeah, Michael, and I will say, too, um, we I went back in the Slack group for some articles that we should talk about, realizing that our last episode came out, <laughs> the last attention of Kirby came out February 17th. Um, it is now... <laughs> April 14th, <laughs> as we are recording. Um, yeah. I also saw a a link to we recording. We did one, though. Yeah, we did. Um, I kind of, in my head, dubbed it as unlistenable garbage. <laughs> um, because Have you listened I, to it? No, I actually have not physically been able to bring myself to open the files mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, edit it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do know that there's maybe 15 minutes of pure gold where I am just ranting about the Ocean's uh, 11 series of movies mm, yeah. and how how the only way to do a heist in, in modern cinema is your dad has to be a, an FBI agent and your mom also is an Interpol agent. I, I had pretty significant bad feelings about that. It really does help you get away with crimes when your immediate family members are very high up in spy organizations is what i mean i don't want to say it's not even i don't want to reiterate i don't want to retread ground that on the podcast that no one will listen to ever because who knows if i'll if i'll release this bonus episode but it's not just helpful to do crimes it's integral yeah both of those uh, oceans 12 and 13 require his parents to be willing participants in global crime i mean you know it's it's a big crime it's a big crime so you need some help. I'm just saying, Michael, this is the kind of shit that comes out in the Panama Papers that gets reported I, and then nothing happens. Who no one I mean, goes to jail. 
honestly, if you think about it, though, like, that's what that's what happens is like all these people who are like, yeah, no, like totally did a heist and everyone can do a heist. And then you find out that the only reason they were able to do the heist is because they got a two million dollar loan from their parents and they were yeah. able to pull the heist up by their bootstraps. And this also their parents happen to be members yeah. of Interpol, like high up or like MI6 or some shit. And they're like, this yeah, but anyone three year old. Michael, this 23-year-old bought their own $1.5 million townhome in the Bronx, uh, has no debt, and no debt. started their own business. And they did it by themselves. Did it? They, they just did lived it all by themselves. And frankly, that's that's a inspiration to me. Yeah, um, again, though, why Jaleel White? <laughs> Jaleel White is starting a Speaking of self-made line. men. Yeah, Sorry, I, I mean, he really you. is, though. Because, like... You know, we like to think that all of the stars back in the day, like in the 80s and early 90s, they were stars. They were TV stars. But I don't think they were being paid quite the same way that, like, a lot of people are now. Like, they weren't making... I don't think Jaleel White was making friends money, is what I'm saying. No. I don't think he was I, making I, hundreds of thousands of dollars or a million dollars per episode or some shit. So he's got to be a businessman. He can't, yeah, just, I, he can't just coast on his, like, Joey Triviani laurels. And he hasn't acted to my knowledge other than doing like random urkel like cameos i don't think he's acted in 15 to 20 years to my knowledge well he decided you know what i'm gonna start a cannabis line there is no clear this is a quote from him there was no clear brand leader for fire purple weed so he decided to start it and it's called it's purple and Mm -hmm. he's going to have purple urkel as the first stream. That's fantastic. Which is pretty um, good. I hope he starts a low carb <laughs> version called what is what is Lat Urkel? <laughs> That's a joke for seven people. <laughs> Your it his line is gonna launch uh, obviously in California on April twentieth, because obviously. Yeah. The one the only yeah. I'll say the one the one thing that, that really in this article that made me lose it was that in addition to the classic purple urkel strain there was going to be a strain called stefan which is obviously a, a, a nod yeah, is a nod to stefan urkel who um is the smooth suave the sophisticated fancy lad, fancy yeah. lad alter ego of never Steve has urkel. to ask if he did that because he fucking knows he did it he knows what he did and why he did it and you know what fuck you if you don't like it mm-hmm. and oh but guess what you fucking did you fucking did Stephon that Stefan did it you to you, you it. fool. But Stefan is a cross between Purple Urkel and mm-hmm. a strain called The White, which... just <laughs> That's pretty dope. Man, so it's that's basically a- The White, Purple Urkel is mm-hmm. Stefan, which really tells you how Jaleel White feels about the character of Stefan vis-a-vis Steve Urkel. And also himself, which is like, oh, yeah. This is who I am. I'm actually mm-hmm. I'm actually Stefan Urkel at all yeah. times. So you fucking I idiots. am Stefan Urkel. Michael, do you want to know when you were mentioning? Well, I have I have a follow up question. I will get back to it. But um, as soon as you mentioned like what Jaleel White was getting paid and maybe the entire cast of Family Matters was getting paid for their fine work on that good show, including uh, Reginald Bell Johnson, actor, hero. Legend. I mean, he was clearly um, making like billions because he's he the Bell backbone Johnson. of everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um my only thought was immediately, I wonder what Ryan Reynolds got paid for two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. <laughs> and I can't find a good answer. 
And I don't know why I went there, but I'm there. That's where my head is. I mean, it makes sense. Two Guys, a Girl in a Pizza Place was... I mean, how long was it on? Like, maybe three years? Four seasons. But for some reason, for some reason, that that show is is burned into my memory forever. Mm-hmm. Even though it didn't get to syndication, sad days. It, only eighty one episodes. And then it dunks. became just two guys and a girl at some point, and it was like, how dare you? What are you even doing here? How dare you? I the whole reason I tuned in was for the pizza place. Let's be honest. <laughs> I just want a pizza place where third graders can hang out. That's all I wanted when this show was on. So one more um, one more piece of information from this article, please. So the <laughs> the purple Urkel strain will be available as eighths, but also as something called a noodle doink. What's okay? A noodle doink. A noodle doink, which is a sure. hand rolled joint that you that quote uses a fusilli noodle as the crutch, according to Forbes. Okay, Michael, you're gonna have to. You're my weed sherpa here. I need you to. Uh, what is a what is a crutch here? And what is a fusilli noodle? I, I mean, a fusilli noodle is like a little little round guy, right? Oh, okay. So fusilia is a little like they're like rotinis, the little uh, okay. spiral shaped ones. So they're like sure. a corkscrew. So I'm Get some assuming, in there. I'm assuming what he what the, he means is that like when you're rolling the joint, the fusilli noodle uh, is like what determines. Yeah, it's like a filter, and then it determines like the the roundness of the joint. But I don't. I've never heard of this before. I've never heard of a noodle doink, but I want one so bad now. Well, I mean, Michael, you do have access to legal weed. It sounds like you don't have access to Jaleel White's weed. I do not is... have access to Jaleel White's noodle doinks. Michael, <laughs> if you had to name a weed for yourself, what would it be? I've given this a lot of thought. And yep. honestly, my my main issue is that my name sucks. Yeah, I kind of have a leg up on you on that one. Yeah. Like, Michael my name Howard is, just is, a, the is weed a fucking fan. awful name for a variety of reasons. But it doesn't. it just doesn't lend itself very well to, like, nicknames maybe like michael howitzer it'll blast you right out your ass <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got uh when i was when i was younger i wanted to be cool so i i wanted to be mc howard uh, oh no you know you like, didn't try to make people call you that did you no no i just wrote it on like my basketball that's um, worse actually that's that's <laughs> even worse that you called yourself that and autographed it on your no because no, okay. no, i was like i was like well I could pass it off as like, well, it's my first two initials and my last name. Like, if I just put Michael, there's tons of Michaels. If I put property of MC yeah, property Howard. and MCH, like no one knows what that means. So MC Howard, and then I could, and then I was hoping that somebody would be like, wow, that's a really dope nickname. We're gonna start mm-hmm. calling you that, but like, they didn't. Oddly. Yeah, yeah. Um, that no does problem. remind me, Michael. You remember the one time where? Uh, uh, so your wife, Rachel, used to live with uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine in college. Uh, and do you remember the one time where... So my name, obviously Michael Cushing, so MC, that, that connection's there. And then uh, one time I was blackout drunk and woke up in the middle of the night and got out of bed and peed on my girlfriend's printer in the mm. middle of the night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you guys called me MCP printer. That was fun. <laughs> I had forgotten about that until now. And now, now it's the fondest memory I've ever had. I didn't forget about it. I've never forgotten about it. Sometimes I flash back to that morning when I'm like, uh, oh, no. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, it's I one of those lifelong live, stress points. Yeah, I live in fear of peeing on something I'm not supposed to, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Michael, healthy fear. Healthy fear to have. Michael, any fun stories for us this week? What do you got, buddy? Anything fun going on in the world? We've missed two months. We've missed two months. Um, you want to do a quick rundown of what's happened? 
We missed the big boat. We missed the we big We missed boat. the big boat. That's honestly probably out of everything that has happened that we would have talked about. The big boat. Is the big boat. Is it too late? Is it too late to talk about the big boat? I think it is too late to talk about the big boat. I do have one follow-up story that I just found uh, from uh, Offbeat Reddit um, that apparently one of the containers from uh, the Ever Given, the ship, uh, was unloaded in China. It was going through a busy street in China and fell off the truck and blocked traffic for like a day and a half. <laughs> I found that out. Oh, I, Michael, I forgot. That was a What's on Weibo. Oh, I long, mean, long there's also... Segment. I mean, judging by this article, though, it's not too late for the big ship. Because people are writing erotic fan fiction about the big ship. Okay, I guess I did forget. And Michael, that does set up another story that I do want to get to. Um, yeah. Uh, before we get to the erotic fan fiction about the big ship, I think something that may have been overlooked if you're not on Twitter was... Uh, so after the big boat got got stuck in the Suez Canal, people were just found like boat tracker websites and just like were following like the new route of trade like uh, under the Cape of Good Hope and whatnot. Um but they did also track the boat's track, like or path before it entered the Suez Canal, and it did draw a dick and balls in the in the ocean. It like did. Its, its captain did just sail around in a dick and balls, like someone being very funny on their like My Fitness Pal doing like, a run. I don't know. Like I've done a I when I run or, or walk or anything like that. I I don't really follow a, a good path, a normal path. I'll just kind of run wherever, and I've You're never just naturally. Asked- you just naturally create a dick and balls. <laughs> I was gonna say I've never accidentally drawn a dick and balls, and I'm not even a big ship. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like, I how think... does a big ship maneuver into the shape of a dick and balls on accident? I don't think you, it's possible. You actually you have to actively do it, right? Um, so the big dick and balls boat did get stuck in the Suez Canal, which is really funny. Um, and Michael, now people are writing erotic fan fiction about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, titled along the lines of. Troubling the Suez inside you for days and kicks. I mean, I don't know how you're supposed to say this, but see anal canal of pleasure. Canal of pleasure. Canal. Canal. And ever taken are some of the names, uh, which I feel like we could do better. Well, now I have to think about funny boat <laughs> sex names. <laughs> um,. Yeah, I was wrong. Maybe we can't do better. I don't know. No, I, you know, honestly, <laughs> actually, it's pretty good. <laughs> Hats off to everybody who tried. Who else who did it? <laughs> Michael, we haven't podcasted in so long. I can't, I can't possibly come up with funny boat sex names. Mm. Uh, I feel like there should be something about like, I mean, they took the canal of pleasure, which I guess, but like birth, there's like a wide, there's only about birth in boats, right? Like a wide birth. Oh, but that I seems I don't I don't know if you want to I don't know if you want to touch on that during the the erotic fan fiction. I don't think I do. Not that's not a that's not a subgenre of erotic <laughs> fan fiction that I really want to ex- plumb the depths of, so to speak. Um, oh, tug job. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna anyway. I'm, I'm gonna put my cargo so far deep in you, you're gonna have to like dig it out. <laughs> Yikes. 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 <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't care for that at all. New genre um, of erotica with the tag Suez Canal. 
parenthetical anthropomorphic. That's good. That's good that they made sure that I knew it would be anthropomorphic and not just somebody fucking the Suez Canal as is. I mean, the the worst, the most tragic part about that, Michael, is that the boat didn't really have agency in this situation. You know, it had multiple human operators and like he didn't choose to get stuck in the big deep mud. It just happened. <laughs> he didn't choose to ram into the mud, Michael, over and over and get stuck in there. I so, you know, typically, um, you know, the there are when I talk about the other passage, when you're when you talk about probably erotic fan fiction there's you talk about the other passage it would be the the back door does this make like the path around the like the cape of cape of good hope is that like the the back door of the of this shipping containers i think i think that mean i think that's really rounding like second base is the cape of good hope <laughs> and going to the Suez canal is just knocking on the back door right away You're just like listen going I got, to the Suez canal is it's taking it's taking the shortcut i got places to be no Let's foreplay, just... nope. Oh, so like rubbing when you go around the tip of good the the cave of good hope, you're giving a little little rub, a little rub yeah. to the nub, if you will. Just a little, just to get it ready. Sly, how do you do? Ah, yes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is awful, Michael. This is podcast poison. Um, <laughs> I do just want to note one other thing that I immediately had to send to you when I found it. Um. I forget exactly how it came up. It was some Twitter thing, but uh, someone notified me vis-a-vis the internet of a subreddit just called um, there. I guess there was something of a, uh, like a, a small civil war in this subreddit um, about people not following the rules of the subreddit. Um, I don't know. Hold on. I got to find the actual image of it. Pretty um, standard. People don't like to follow the rules of Reddit. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like you find a community, you find like a, a, a sub fandom. Eventually, people are going to, you know, chafe about the rules. <laughs> and so this one, Michael. Even, even a, when the, the rules are like could not be clearer. Could not be clearer. Very, very, very simple. Um, so, Michael, this is um, this is a post from the Reddit uh, Self Fuck. Ah, uh, yes. And the post title is Our One and Only Rule. <laughs> Picture link submissions must be of a male sticking their own penis into their own ask. I said ask, but I meant ass. Um, and the, the, the post itself is, I've been removing several, upon several submissions lately, where this one and only rule keeps getting broken. I'm not a fan of rules myself, but this rule helps keep the subreddit about self-fuck. We are not a, quote, here's my dick pic subreddit, and we are not a, quote, here's my dick up against my asshole subreddit. Your dick must be inside your asshole. <laughs> if you have any questions pertaining to self fuck, please use the bi-weekly r slash self fuck discussion thread. <laughs> Michael, can you imagine one being a moderator of this community and two being so worn down by people <laughs> ignoring your one and Just only one and frankly, very straightforward, rule. very self-explanatory rule. Your dick must be inside your own asshole. That's it. That's it. Like, one rule. Michael, I cannot, frankly, imagine a simpler personal code to live by <laughs> than this man has. I assume it's a man. Um, your dick must be in your own asshole. That's I, that's it. If you're going to post a picture in my group, there's one rule, man. That's it. If you Look, if you want to post pictures of your dick near assholes... Then it could be like R, like near self fuck. 
There are others. There are countless subreddits for there are me. Countless there are subreddits. Michael, from everything I know, from the women I know who, in their experiences on Bumble, you can just send dick pics left and right. Oh yeah, there people do it. There's there are opportunities to send dick pics. There's one rule for this one: put it in there, or don't send it at all. I can't imagine being passionate enough about literally anything to be the moderator of a subreddit for it because it sounds like a thankless job it sounds like just a never-ending job and typically even if your subreddit is not about dicks there will probably be pictures of dicks that you will have to moderate and or remove again michael not to you know if there's one thing i've learned that if there is an opportunity to post pictures on the internet or via a device, eventually a dick picture will show up there. That is, no negotiations allowed. <laughs> dick pics will be there. Sorry. Have you ever taken a picture of your dick? I, no, I never. Not a, I. I think I've like w- sent like w- I've sent one like suggestive like here's my underwear picture. I've I, I've never thought that anyone in the world at any point would be like. I definitely want to see that thing. No, I like I don't even I don't even trust Rachel that my wife of 12 years that when she says she wants to see it, she actually wants to see. I think she just knows that she's supposed to want to theoretically Mm -hmm. like no one wants to see it. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this a little bit in our please never download our first episode (laughs) of that. Like no one is really into dicks. So like don't like I don't want to trend too far into that territory. Um, But. My view one of my rule. own per- my own personal penis is that no one should see it and no one wants to. Um, but were, again, there are rules around here. Were you aware? Were you aware that it was even a possibility to be able to stick your own dick in your own butthole before um, this? I did not. I have to admit, I never thought it was a. Po- I never thought about it as a possibility. And even knowing that it exists, I don't. I still don't believe that it's possible, and it has to be camera tricks. Uh, Michael, I'll, I'll be honest. I haven't explored the subreddit. <laughs> I haven't felt compelled to. I would say, and going back to your um, your fandom comment, I think I, I can't remember if I'm like really on record on the podcast, but I know I'm on record just generally in life that like liking things is bad. Having any interest, <laughs> having any interest that you care enough to talk about on the internet or even to another person is bad for you and for society at large. Mm, mm-hmm, mm. If your specific interest is I really want to own a community of solely men staring pictures of their own dicks up their own butts. You know what? Good for you. Maybe not a great force for society. I mean, I think Michael, if that's your I'm just hobby, not, I do feel like it would become lonely. It's your well, dick and your butt. So like the only way you can get some kind of outlet to other people is to show other people your dick and your butt. And then once you've created a forum for that specific interest, some ne'er do well show up and don't respect the one rule you have for your your community. One fucking rule. And Michael, I will say, um, I I don't think I'd ever considered it as a possibility because I I just think I'm not interested enough in my own dick and or my <laughs> asshole. That I'm like, I, I haven't really ever truly considered the possibilities of either one. I don't I just, know what either can do. I just like. I mean, they seem like they're pretty close to each other, but like, I don't think they're that close. Michael, to be frank, I kind of get uncomfortable thinking about how close they are. <laughs> like, 
in my mind, Michael, neither one of those things does anything worth talking about at any point. They're both they're both just things I've got to live with. And I try to inflict them on other people as minimally as possible. Except I will fart in a car when my sister's there because that's just fucking. Well, funny. obviously, you got to. I, so I don't want I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole of this. Mm-hmm. But when when you sent me the 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 I think it was a screenshot of that thing being like this is our one rule, I then discovered that there is also a self suck mm. reddit of dude sucking their own dicks which look i it's hard enough for me to imagine the first the, the self fuck part but like i thought what do you remember like when they said marilyn manson removed a a fucking rib to be able to do this i thought like well that if you have to remove a rib then clearly no one can do this except for will ferrell and that one snl skit right <laughs> and frankly that looked uncomfortable it looks so uncomfortable but like this this is a thing that also exists i mean I, again i thought multifaceted multi-talented people again it, it was one of those things that i'm just not interested enough in my own dick to be like i'm not gonna try <laughs> like, and michael like, i'm just gonna say, i'm gonna say it i'm fairly like I, I, I can touch my toes i'm i'm a flexible man Oh, I can't touch never, my toes. I'm not getting thought, anywhere near it. You know, Michael, I, I, I can do, I, or used to be able to do splits both ways. Never mm. once thought, I was like, I should use this to my own advantage. Nope. Never, never even crossed my mind. Because that thing down there doesn't need any attention at all. It's more I'm, of a chore than anything else. Honestly, I'm, I'm shocked that it never did cross my mind. As someone who hates people, just as a general rule, like, I would never really have to see other people. If I could just take care of all of my my needs myself then like michael good to go you can it's called your right and or left hand if yeah you feel but that's like that's like boring yeah that's fair michael i have two things i do want to um <laughs> i do want to explore so first of all um the closing sentence of this post is if you have any questions about <laughs> pertaining to self-fuck <laughs> please please I beg of you, use the bi-weekly r self-fuck discussion thread. I, again, do not want to check, but do you think that's twice a week or twice a month? Mm. Do you think it's there's enough, like, discussion about, hey, about about the process and or funsies of sticking your own dick into your own butthole that they can, can it sustain a twice a week discussion thread? I can't imagine that there's that, like... How many questions could there possibly be about such a simple yet very difficult sounding task? Don't get me wrong. It sounds difficult, but it also only has honestly one step. Well, Michael, I would say the to your point, and this is probably more of a FAQ sort of thing. Don't oh, you fact, dare yeah. say it. Nope, <laughs> shut up. Uh, that I would say like the more that people discover the subreddit, I would say that maybe a biweekly discussion is warranted. Although I do feel like the um, I'm getting a lot of questions about my put your own dick in your home butthole <laughs> subreddit that I think are answered by my put your own dick in your own butthole subreddit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I again, maybe maybe that's an FAQ sort of thing. Um, shut up. Um, the Back. second one is that in this Twitter thread that I found, which is by uh, Lucy X IV 14. Um, 
a lot of people are referring this referring to this as the Belgian tuck. Huh. And I didn't know that Belgium was that nasty. Huh. Obviously, I mean that's a much better name for it than put your dick in your butt. Although like well, it's, Urban it's Dictionary says the Belgium Urban Dictionary says the Belgium tuck is to hide an erection by tucking it in between the waistband of your underpants and your body, which oh, well, I, mean, I just refer to as Jonah that? Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I just look. I have I have hobbies that are pretty normal. I think you know I don't I don't want to say normal. They're pretty uh, mainstream. I guess I will say, like I like playing the guitar, the piano, or bowling, or golfing, or like playing video games like but i also don't want to talk about them with other people because they're mine like i i wouldn't i wouldn't get on a reddit and talk about you know my my hobbies because like i don't feel like anyone needs to know that so like i can't i just i can't wrap my head around not only like sure if that's your hobby that's great but like are you trying to get new techniques? Like, what is the purpose, I guess? What is the okay. purpose of the subreddit? Is it just I a mean, demonstration subreddit? Is it an instructional subreddit? Is there a wiki how? Michael, I would go ahead and say that um, this is more... Like, I'm going less about the self-fuck and more the self-suck. Like, that's just kind of been like, look what I can do <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> um, also, I did, I did Google so It's like search. a humble brag. Yeah, I just kind of like look at me, and I, I guess there's a community that's like, all right, nice. Uh, it it kind of reminds me, Michael, of um, <clears throat> I listened to, uh, I know another podcast, um, Dax Shepard's podcast, and uh, come on, on Johnny and Rob McElhenney from mm. uh, Always Sunny were on there, and this was after Kamal Kamal got like ripped for. Jacked. Just like absolutely ripped for uh, the next Marvel movie coming out, The Eternals, and I feel like he's it was been just jacked a- for like four years though. And when is that movie supposed to come out? Well, Michael, there's a global pandemic. I tell you, later this year. Um, <laughs> uh, but so in in the podcast, they were basically talking about there's like Sora's drinking water. Mm-hmm. Um, what like it was like when you get to this level of like ripped and like your veins are popping out. It's just like. The only thing that like Rob and Kamel had in common, they're like, neither of our wives or girlfriends think that this is attractive in the very least. They like <laughs> the only people you are working out for is other dudes who think working out is cool. And I think at this point, if you are tucking your dick and balls into your asshole, or just your dick into your asshole, or sucking your own dick and posting pictures of it online, you're only doing that for other dudes who are like, I wish I could suck my own dick. Mm. I will say also, I have also found some information that, and this is, Michael, I found this via Googling Belgian tuck dick asshole, um, that the, the subreddit- Did you put the VPN on before you did that search? No, or? I really should have. I'm going to get some funsies uh, retargeting ads, but this is from No Stupid Questions on Reddit. If I tuck my dick and balls into my asshole, am I actually naked or am I partially clothed? Title says it all. <laughs> and then somebody helpfully, everyone else was like, you're naked, you're naked, you're naked, you're naked and stupid. Um, but one other person did say, you tuck into your inguinal canals, not your asshole, and here's how. And that, like, the source was, I know a lot of drag queens. So I don't want to, like, hopefully we haven't tread 
too terribly over all this. No, but no. Look, I, the subreddit is self fuck. Not I want to. <laughs> no, look. Okay, I didn't want to have to. I didn't want to have to admit it, but I went to the subreddit when you when you talked about it because I was like, I'm very curious about this, and it has nothing to do with drag. Oh, I know, or anything related to that. It is literally just dudes sticking their entire penises into their butts in a very sexual way. Michael, I don't, I don't want to, you know, cast stones here. Were every single person's butthole and penis a single shade of skin color? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Anyway, Michael, any other fun stories? <laughs> I feel like the only, week? I feel like the only place to go from from here is to talk about bigger, better, faster Jesus. Yep, I mean, yep, one-to-one, but oh, God. Michael, I don't know why I did it, but I did just go ahead and fucking look at the subreddit, and I don't care for it. I don't <laughs> I don't like it at all. I Honestly, it's it's kind of like, I'm so intrigued. I'm so intrigued. I'm more intrigued by the self-suck subreddit because, like, I, I am not a flexible person. It, it would take me, I don't think I could ever get there, honestly. So I'm I'm impressed in a way that, like, I'm impressed by people who can... Uh, like contort themselves into a tiny box, because mm-hmm. like, how do you get down there? Well, I will, t- I will say the contort yourself into a tiny box is uh, honestly, actually, probably uh, I weirdly know that one, uh, Eller Stanlow <laughs> syndrome, which uh, my family members have, and most contortionists do. You're just huh. super flexible. I don't know about the self-sucking. I don't think hmm. that one's a cool byproduct of a genetic. Look, I, I'm not going to lie. If I thought there was even a remote possibility that minimal effort could get me there, I would try. But it would take it would take a routine on par with like literally getting as jacked as Camille Nanjiani for me to be that flexible. Michael, I also I, I, I don't mean I don't mean to come at you right now. Mm hmm. I know your relationship with minimal effort. <laughs> You're not doing it, bud. Like, sorry. No chance in hell. That's what I'm saying. Like, but like, it's not even worth it to, to, it's not even worth it to see how close I am because it's just going to be disappointing. That's, you know, would it be disappointing if it's an outcome you don't want at all? Is it though? I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I don't know where I'm at on this one. Hey, fellas. (laughs) (laughs) Michael, talk talk to me about this bigger, stronger, faster Jesus. Bigger, stronger, faster Jesus. So, Oh, I got to say, for -hmm. those who are curious, I cannot recommend viewing this stuff. (laughs) I know it's probably too late for that specific disclaimer. but No, definitely go look at it. It honestly, Michael, looks, I mean, for good reasons looks unnatural <laughs> like ah <laughs> uh, yeah okay honestly though like we we've read stories and, and we've probably talked about them of of dudes sticking their dicks in a, a variety of weird places like pool filters and like chinese finger traps or whatnot like is this and is this any weirder i mean if michael that? if if there is one thing about this show that is true it's that men will try to fuck anything up to and including their own buttholes. Right, so. and this 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 is a a victimless hobby. Yeah. Like if you try to stick your dick in a pool filter and it gets stuck in there, everyone has to deal with that. Michael, I I don't and cannot actually call this a victimless crime because <laughs> I did actually look at the fucking subreddit. So no, and you, did I choose to do ju- that? Yeah. No, 
yeah, no, listen, I played my part in this, but look, I did still, I was still victimized by it. So you, you chose your Dutch bed and now you're going to lay in it. First of all, it's Belgian. How dare you? You racist piece of shit. Second of all, wow, victim blame much? Now talk to me about this big strong Jesus. All right, so uh, we're all we're all aware with the the Christ the Redeemer statue in Rio because like anytime they talk about Brazil that they do like the flyover of Christ the Redeemer, which is the sure, giant. We, we've all seen Fast Five. The the giant the giant Jesus that is on the top of the mountain and it overlooks you know. The, the Rio, the it's, big, the big, strong, friendly Jesus who watches all the corruption and burning the rainforests and just like the COVID and Bolsonaro. Yeah, the good Jesus, hundred and twenty-five foot tall Jesus. Which, look, I don't want to get into it too much, but like, there is a pretty famous part of the Bible about like building statues idols? and idols. Yeah. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Apparently, Brazil isn't happy enough with it. In general, a, a small a, a town in uh in. Brazil's southernmost state, Rio Grande do Sul, which I assume means Rio Grande of the South, uh, and a local organization called Friends of Christ Association, which in in Portuguese uh, ends up being shortened to Double A Cristo, which is mm-hmm. pretty terrific. So they've decided, but look, you know what? Rio Jesus, big, tall, strong, strong, Rio strapping Jesus, Jesus is not Give him a gun. Give him a gun this time. It's not big enough. This one is going to be 16 feet taller than Rio Jesus. It's going to be 43 meters tall. It's going to be the only the third tallest Jesus statue in the world, though, because there's apparently a 250-foot statue under construction in Mexico and a 172-foot one in Poland, obviously. But by the end of this year, there will be a bigger, a big... faster, stronger Jesus in Brazil. I can't, I can't, there's, there's a couple layers to this, Michael, that, um, so in general, mm. Brazil's not doing super dupes right now. <laughs> um, but I love that. So like, so Rio has Christ the Redeemer, mm. everyone's favorite big strong Jesus. This one is Christ the Protector in Encantado, um, which is a fun being like, yeah, come at us. Jesus has our back. That's fun. Um, I don't know enough about this very small town. It looks small. Can you... This is something... This is like if Athens, Georgia was just going to be like, yeah, we're going to build the real Empire State Building down here <laughs> and spend like, I don't know, 40% of its GDP on building a big fucking tall skyscraper. To be like, That's the best part, York. though. That's the best part. Do you know how much this 141 foot tall Jesus is going to cost in total. I did actually this is my second point and I want to say that I'm not going to say the number yet but I do want to note that the number (laughs) I I think Michael to your point and to Uh, my previous uh, uh, point A.A. Cristo is asking for donations to finish the project, which again highlights how bad of a fiscal investment this statue is if they could not raise, as a city that wanted to shit on Rio de Janeiro, (laughs) $353,000. $353,000. How are statues so cheap? I did not realize. I don't know. That's cheaper than you could get like a a condo, like a, a... 
what, like a two-bedroom condo in Chicago or in Atlanta for? Michael, that's what I'm saying. I've been like racking my brain for the last two years. Like, I need to pay off debt. I'm trying to save up money. I need like house prices in Atlanta are ridiculous. Townhomes starting at 550. I can't afford that. Oh, but I could build a fucking statue of Jesus 200 feet tall and yeah. also live in it like a super villain. It has an elevator because you could just live in his brain. I know. I, I Michael, who knew statues were so GD Jeep? I, so I don't want to. I don't want to be sacrilegious <laughs> on this one. Gosh, dang cheap. Dak Nabbit. That's gosh, dang cheap. Um, I mean, Michael, like legitimately, though. If if I knew that I could build a steel and limestone <laughs> statue, 141 feet tall, and just put, if I could live inside my good sweet Christ, and Michael, honestly, at at that height, that's easily a six bedroom house inside easily. of my good, inside of my Savior and Lord, easily inside of his brain. You're just fucking, and and Michael, that's seventy three hundred fifty three thousand for a house. Like that's what even if you put 20 percent down to get rid of pmi 70 grand i mean michael all you know what and actually you know what this implies to me is that if a 141 foot statue of our good sweet lord costs three hundred fifty three thousand dollars, mm. mm-hmm. and the tallest statue of our good sweet lord a 249 foot statue under construction in mexico you know i don't know i don't know the exact currency exchange rate but what that implies to me is that I could easily, and I, Michael, I cannot stress this enough, easily get a jumbo mortgage loan <laughs> to cover the cost of a 250-foot Jesus mm. statue that is also mm. a nine-bedroom condo. And then I could live in there rent-free inside Jesus' head. <laughs> and, Michael, I would say that all the time. You know, honestly, if so, like, Jesus was big on you know helping those less fortunate and i'm sure he would be a proponent of affordable housing why not just Mm -hmm. turn the giant jesus into affordable housing for a variety of families at 141 foot tall that's that's got to be like 10 stories minimum we could definitely put five family or 10 10 families in this bad boy for 35,000 apiece well michael the the goal of this is to um drive uh tourism so well yeah but they can still go up in the elevator in the middle and then you could just you know it's i live there you know oh what what's your address well it's uh uh jesus's balls (laughs) (laughs) which weirdly encantado encantado real grande sul brazil and i'm gonna be honest the um the architect the sculptor of this year's statue slash apartment made some interesting choices vis-a-vis Jesus's balls and butthole. Um, so. <laughs> I, um. Michael, all I'm saying is that I could be pre-approved for a loan right now, right now. to make the world's tallest Jesus statue slash apartment complex. And that's, frankly, I don't know what I'm doing working anymore. Like, why, why am I why? here What's right now? What's the point? Michael, I could reinvigorate a small town in Brazil's economy right now with a single pre-approval. And Why Brazil? would it be sacrilegious as hell? Yes, 100%. I feel like we should do it in the Deep South. If I'm there's something the Deep sh- South loves more than anything, it's Jesus. 
I'm honestly kind of shocked that no one in the Deep South, and I assume it's because no one could get, you know, uh, I don't want to say this, uh, the energy to rise again, um, sort of, I guess. Uh, I mean, I know Kentucky spent, like, first of all, got ta- actually, here's what it is. No one can get a tax break to build a gigantic mm. statue of Jesus. That's mm. why it hasn't been done. I do know that someone, uh, like the uh, the Noah's Ark Museum in Kentucky, I think someone spent about half a million dollars on that bad boy and has been continuing losing money on it, but yeah. they keep getting government loans because, hey, Kentucky. Um, I want to put people in Jesus. Mike, I want to, Michael, I want to bring people to the Lord. Yeah, look, everyone's always trying to get, everyone's always trying to get Jesus into their heart. Michael, this just reminds me of something that I just saw. And frankly, I'm offended on behalf of my good, sweet Jesus Christ. This reminded me of a, so March 9th, 2021. A new Oklahoma bill proposed by state representative Justin Humphrey put a bounty on the capture of Bigfoot, which is now $2 million. That's horseshit. So the state of Oklahoma will give you, Michael, personally $2 million to capture Bigfoot. And yet building a statue of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, Son of God, I could do that for, again, literally less than half a million dollars. That's like I, could almost get, I could almost get six Jesuses for the price of one Bigfoot. Michael, what is this I country could, coming to? Michael, if I capture Bigfoot and deliver him personally to state rep Justin Humphrey of Oklahoma, <laughs> I could build a Jesus size of the Burj Dubai right Ooh. now. And you know what? I fucking would. And then eventually Tom Cruise would do an action movie on it. Oh, actually, movie idea. Hmm? We're 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 both fans of the Pacific Rim series and also, oh. you know, Godzilla Kong. What if Christ the Protector and Christ the Redeemer have to go team at up. it to find team up, out. Baby. Oh, team up. So I was going to say they have to fight for the soul of Brazil, but like teaming up against maybe some kaiju. Well, Michael, I would say there's an there's an innate rivalry now between Christ the Protector and Christ the Redeemer. <laughs> the old school, like, you know, generation two. Bah, mm-hmm. And now we got the young young dumb full of cum version of Jesus Christ the Protector. <laughs> okay, so like, the, the first movie is Christ the Redeemer, Christ the Protector. They fight, but then yep. they they begrudgingly they come to begrudgingly respect, respect each other. Each other. <laughs> yep. And then the next movie is the 250, 49-foot statue from Mexico is now completed and is fully operational. And now Christ the Redeemer and Christ the Protector have to fight against giant Mecha Jesus. It's interesting that you you're continue, you're going additional Jesuses to fight. <laughs> I was gonna be like, okay, the two the two good Jesuses from Brazil formed a begrudging respect, and then they fight against a kaiju. No, I didn't realize that your kaiju was another larger. Jesus. No, it's another larger Jesus. And then- Michael, another Jesus who's larger, dumber, and fuller of gum. <laughs> And look, and look, they seem like they should be friends, but they can't even, they can't even understand what each other's saying because like one speaks Spanish and the other one speaks Portuguese and there's always misunderstandings between them two because it's like, it's close enough, but it's not quite there. And now all of a sudden there's a giant misunderstanding, big fight. But then at the end of movie two, they all three begrudgingly respect each other. And then and movie then. three, Alabama Jesus comes down. He's like 400 feet tall and has nine guns. And they're like, I can't stand this Protestant bullshit. Mm. And then it's on. Then it's on. You know, Michael, I think I think we accidentally just created Christianity again. They just We did the damn thing. Shit. The movie four is all of them band together to fight Mothra Jesus. 
Okay, I made a Mothra joke earlier, I think a couple episodes ago, which at this point could have been nine months ago, and my sister did yell at me to be like, don't you know Mothra was a good guy? And by good guy, I mean good girl. Yeah, but but no one knew that at first. So, like, yeah, at the end of movie four, all four of them, the three G's I and Mothra Jesus all band together to then fight the kaiju coming up through the the portal that we have opened with all of our giant Jesus fights. Michael, I kind of think they would still fight Alabama Jesus at the end of the day. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, uh, that's just that's been my experience. Alabama Jesus. That's that's a (laughs) pretty sure that's a country song. Probably. Um, that does remind me, Michael, uh, you visited me recently. Um, it, it's weird that this reminded me of it, but like you saying that reminded me of NASCAR. Mm. Um, and that reminded me of Formula One. Formula One, baby! You and I have now become the world's biggest fanboys. Oh, of, yeah. Uh, I didn't know that this sport existed as it is until we started watching the Formula One uh, show on Netflix. But now I'm obsessed. I have a a, a, a steering wheel and pedals uh, set up so I could play Formula One on the on you the invested several hundred dollars to create a racing to be, cockpit. To be yourself. fair, I only invested like seventy dollars because Comcast gave me one hundred and fifty dollars for signing up for their service three months ago, and then I forgot about it, and then and then I just showed up, and so I was like, "Sweet, now I'm getting this steering wheel." Though, thanks Comcast. Thanks Comcast, you did great. But yeah, F1. If you guys have not seen the F1 show on Netflix. Drive to drive. Oh my Can't god, recommend drive it is so good, so good. I, Michael, I would have said before watching the show that I have less interest in any form of car racing than no. I did in shoving my own dick up my own butt. <laughs> but Netflix did such a good job with this, you know, documentary style series that. I'm obsessed with it. It's amazing. And I just, Michael, at this point, I can only hope to Christ that Netflix does not create a documentary series of the men who stick their own dicks up their own butts. Because if they do as good a job as they did with Formula One Drive to Survive, I'll be invested. I, I will have teams. I'll have favorites. I'll be in the drama of, you know, who does what. So, mm. DNB Drive to. Continue. Covered my own butt. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> and Michael, I didn't realize until I saw the subreddit that that was part of it. I should have I should have connected those dots that like the ultimate goal was to come in your own butt. <laughs> <laughs> because again, it is self-fuck was the subreddit. Yeah. No, I didn't not, realize from the, the initial. It's not self-tease, Kush. I, I, you know, for some reason, Michael, from the initial post, like the sticky one of like, hey, the rule is only pictures of your dick in your butt. I kind of just like, and you did it. That's the accomplishment. Congrats. Mm. You you made it all happen. Um, no, that's the accomplishment, but, then, but the reward is different. The reward yeah, is different read, than the accomplishment itself. Then I read the first, I read all four of the first four posts on the subreddit, <laughs> and they were all like, I came in my own butt. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> One of them was, this is what I did during work today. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's what, that's what, Okay, that's what people are doing when their cameras off. Got it. I look. I when I was when I was working, I never put my camera on, and honestly, it had nothing to do with with my dick or my butt, and mostly just that I didn't want people to see me rolling my eyes and yawning and possibly taking a nap while they were talking. I will say, Michael, um, I have kept my camera on for almost every single call I've been on for the entire year. Um, 
because I, 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 I'm like, I should be a good manager. People should no, see me. No dick and butt time at all. As, frankly, Michael, I haven't even had time to try. And that's, <laughs> um, you know, that's the true crime. That's an of, indictment of capitalism, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't even do time theft this year. And I, you know, I'm at my house. I should be able to do it all day long. But no. Nope. Yeah. Michael, any other fun stories already close this this very good, very good episode out? Um Michael, can these? you imagine? Oh yeah, give me one second. Can okay. you imagine, Michael, if I, Michael J. Cushing, got a jumbo mortgage <laughs> and built for a, like a new construction loan yeah. and built a $1 million, 300-foot-tall Jesus, and then the economy tanked and I had a subprime <laughs> mortgage and someone had to repossess Jesus from me. Can you imagine being that person's like, we're going to need to take the Lord back from you, actually? I, there's a very This specific, is now the property of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. <laughs> there's a very specific story in the Bible about how hard it is to possess Jesus, so I'm assuming that repossessing Jesus would probably be even harder. You know what? And the thing, too, about my good Jesus Tower is, like, I'd like to see you try to dig me out of that guy. <laughs> the best You're part is that... floor by floor. The best part is that, like, its defenses are well hidden, and you won't know until you try to come and take Jesus. Also, what the he thing can is, do. too, it's like, I'm just going to pull the rope ladder up. Good luck coming and get me, <laughs> you ding-dongs. Turning off the... I'm turning off... I'm turning off the elevator and I'm lifting up this rope ladder. Let's see you climb Jesus's legs and get to me. Also, Jesus's mouth is an airstrip, so I just fly in and out. <laughs> Bye. You can't come get me. I'm protected also, by my I'm protected by my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Also, you can't I've, me. I've dealt with squirrels trying to get into bird feeders enough to know that I'm gonna grease Jesus all the way down to his toes. <laughs> You're not coming up here. And also, guess what? The laws of man have no no jurisdiction here. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> it's the laws of God. And honestly, like, how tall do I have to make a Jesus before I'm technically in airspace and then rules don't apply anymore and laws? Michael, you should know that that's it's just straight up, baby, all the way to the <laughs> troposphere. If I create if I create a, a space elevator that is just Jesus. If if you are in Jesus's head and you are in I think that's international waters. That's got to be. Michael, there's there's a there's something we haven't talked about. Jesus law, Jesus well, statue law. No, I think there's been plenty of talk about Jesus law <laughs> through the years. <laughs> a lot of misinterpretation. No, Michael, I'm talking about put our 300 foot tall tallest statue of Jesus in the world on an oil platform. Okay. And now, now I'm my own sovereign nation. Yeah. I am the nation of Jesus Christ, I which also has some problematic connotations. But I'm gonna skip over those ones. <laughs> and that's Michael. I'm just no, no, no I'm but just like me. not that Jesus, but like the other Jesus. I was more talking about the nation stuff. Uh, um, yeah, but no, Michael. At that point, I'm again can't touch me. Can't international waters. Sorry, I have a sports we, book, a sports book in Jesus. Probably Michael, a poker room. Michael, I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna whisper this part because I don't, you know, I, I do need the loan to make this happen, but like. Hey, guess what? Once I'm in international waters, good luck making me pay my mortgage, you fucking idiots. Good Bye. luck collecting, assholes. Sorry, I'm in I'm like in Aruba or whatever. Wherever it doesn't have extradition or Chase Bank. I don't know. <laughs> the middle of the you. Pacific Ocean. I don't know where, but I, I'm not paying you money. I'm just on my Jesus. Bye. You know, when I was in when, when I was in Thailand, you know, they have a lot of statues of Buddha. But probably one of the the most interesting ones I saw was the the laying down Buddha. 
Yeah. It's he's literally like, guy. yeah, it's like a hundred and something feet. And he's just, he's just chilling. Like, why does Jesus always got to be standing, like wait, raising his arms? Like, can Jesus and take a his, nap? Yeah. And with his arms out, like, Michael, I've seen Full Metal Jacket. That shit sucks. Yeah. And like, you get real tired and it's used to just like break you down. What are you up to, Jesus? Just chill out, bro. So we're going to just need to, I'm pretty sure it'd be much cheaper if we just made a 400 foot long Jesus instead of tall. Oh. And now we just have Jesus the sleeper. Then that's something worth talking about. Jesus the or, napper. Napping Jesus. And Michael also, in a pinch, pretty good submarine. Also, he raps. So he's the rapping, napping Jesus. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I hadn't considered adding a voice modulator to to our Lord, but... I'm in now, obviously. It's, and it's honestly just uh, Insane Clown Posse. Okay. Yeah. They're pl- playing playing the Miracle song just on repeat. That is, that's Jesus' soundtrack. Michael, that just reminds me too, and we haven't talked about this at all, but the Fast 9 trailer did come out today. Oh, and, shit. Um, I, I, I mean- I haven't watched the, it yet. Oh, okay. Well, just buckle up for the, man, egregious- yeah, man, I, I that's not even the right sounds, word. I would say that sounds negative. It sounds like no, a um, not egregious. Um, man, what's there's a specific word I'm thinking that uh, once exceptional, um, amazing. Exceptional, it's not exceptional, but the use of magnets, Michael. Oh, in this trailer. Okay. Uh, frankly, I didn't need to see that much. Okay. Again, I you could have hinted at the dick in the butt. You know, <laughs> they showed me the whole thing, and I didn't really need to see it. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna mention a name real quick that like is slightly prog- problematic, but uh, only to talk about how I'm gonna be better than that. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson likes mm-hmm. to get on Twitter and talk about how things couldn't happen in movies, and he sure. likes to debunk them. Nature, I, like, the world's biggest buzzkill. Right. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I am. I just applied for a physics master's program. Um, maybe I'll be the guy who gets on Twitter. And explains why things can and should happen. Michael, if you want to build that brand, I will do everything in my power to support that. I, I could be the anti-Neil deGrasse Tyson. Michael, honestly, if you want to just build a Twitter personality to dunk on Neil deGrasse Tyson all day, every day, <laughs> I would help with that, too. I you know, honestly, frankly, couldn't get enough of that. Uh, I know that 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 particular market has been cornered by the Stakeums Twitter account mm, in the last week, yeah. but um, there's still room for everybody, so... I've never uh, eaten a steakum. Really? Yeah. Um. Again, I, I will like? say, it's like a hot pocket, but on a sandwich. No. Um. I mean, I remember having them a good bit as a kid. We've we've definitely covered my explorations in like uh, microwave dollar, meat products, <laughs> dollar general food products. I would say as a young child, <laughs> uh, steakums were in there. Um. I will say though that steakums obviously not high quality. But if you're going for like a tasty cheesesteak, you could do worse than steakums because like it's not good quality, but it's super thin sliced, which is what Uh, you need for a cheesesteak. I don't want to taste. I don't want to taste that meat at all. No, I mean you're gonna taste it. It tastes good. Um, I I just want to taste. I just want to get fucked up with melted cheese. Okay, it will be a perfect. Very thin sliced, which again is important mm, for a mm, cheesesteak mm, mm, vehicle for melted cheese. You, you could do worse than Steakum is pretty good. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Michael, as a man who's eaten too much spam for this show, <laughs> Steakum is pretty good. <laughs> do you have a final story for me, buddy? Um, I cut you off earlier. I'm sorry about that. I have no idea. What were we t- oh, I was, 
We could just talk about the antique letters. Oh, fuck. I forgot about the antique letters. Yes. Okay. This is just a horny one, huh? Yeah. It's I mean, it's one. our first one back, so is it, I mean, is it a surprise? All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll do this one. Although so again, everyone that we have, everyone that we've done recently has been our first one back. That's true. <laughs> and, and Michael, that's so true. And how dare you? Um, second of all, this may or may not have been covered in the Forbidden Lost episode that we did because the tweet was from February 27th. Ooh. I don't remember the day we tried to record, but it was probably around there. But anyway. This is from uh, Fine and Dania on Twitter. Um, the text is, I went antiquing today and found what I thought were some cute letters, but turns out, and so the first image is this like very nice stack of letters that's tied in this like really cute uh, red and white, like candy stripe sort of twine. Um so just like a, a nice stack of letters. It looks like they're probably from like the 1940s. I'm, I'm looking for a date, but. So basically uh, like a, it's almost like a movie prop. It it looks like a movie prop. Yeah. And the stamp on there is uh, five cents. So oh whatever, Michael, your dad's oh a postman. Whenever stamps were five cents, let me know. When did um, stamps cost five cents? Uh, 19, whoa, oh, wow, that's actually not that far back, 1963. Okay, so 1963. Great. Well, Michael, I'm going to read, this is uh, page number three. This is ty- a typed out letter um, from a woman named Anne, A-N-N. This is page three. We don't see the other ones. Um, I'm going to read this for you word for word, Michael. Um, if you have questions, please feel free to interrupt me. <laughs> Okay, so it's page number, like, pound three at the top, underlined. Very important. It starts mid, mid-sentence, so in media res. And Tom kept, sorry, poor grammar. It really threw me off. And Tom keeps shoving deeper at every move. We were soon tired, and my spending made me about half conscious, and it scared them. We were too tired to continue, continue, so we called it a day. Harry slept with me that night. But I denied him the pleasure. It was a thrill to lay there and play with each other. Huh. That's paragraph one. Michael, how are you feeling so far? I mean, horny a little bit, not going to lie. A little horny. Okay. A little horny. Buckle up, my friend. <laughs> Par- paragraph two, the final paragraph of page three of this letter. Since then, I have been fucked standing up, sitting down, sideways, in the armpits, between the tits, etc., well, Cetera does a lot of heavy lifting there. Cetera does a lot of heavy lifting given the um, third uh, portion of that series um, in the armpits. In the armpits, that is important enough to to mention, but not the rest of the etc. It's like the yada yada yada. I need to know. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, I got fucked standing up, sitting down, sideways, armpits, totally yada yada tits, yada. Standing now, I'm exhausted. Ball. Now I'm too tired. And she literally goes to the, well, this letter is now too long, so I must close. <laughs> the night before I leave for home, Tom is coming over to see us for a final match. We are going to try double fucking again. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Signed, your well-fucked girlfriend, Anne. <laughs> this this letter is now long enough that Tom has fucked me with it. So <laughs> time to move on. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's it, it just really reminds you that no matter what, no matter what the old people nowadays try to tell you about how like society has gone to hell in a handbasket because of our like open sexuality and the fact that we're like 
just accepting of all these different things. Like, y'all were nasty back then, and don't try to pretend like you weren't. It's like, okay, sure, Lil Nas X is not allowed to give a lap dance to the devil and then break his neck and wear his horns, but Anne here can get fucked in the armpits left and right? Okay. The dude goes down to hell and murders Satan, and we're all like, that's bad? I thought it was, a, like, is it not a good thing to kill Satan? Yeah, sorry. Is that not the whole point? Sorry he did what God couldn't do yeah. for thousands of years. Oh, Sorry, I'm sorry that Lil Nas X is now our new god and also our new Satan. And also, he twerks pretty good. Twerks pretty good, yeah. Twerks maybe, pretty good. Maybe if Jesus spent a little less time being a statue and a little more time lap dancing on Satan and killing him, <laughs> maybe the world would be a better place. Stop posing for statues, bud. I'm just saying, like, back in the day, man, they were nasty. They were nasty. They, were- they hit it better. Michael, can you but only imagine? Because they didn't have like Zanga to write about their fucking sexual escapades. So, <laughs> my live journal is just nasty. Just Michael, nasty. how long did it take you to write your two page personal statement for your grad school application that you're going through right now? Sweet Jesus. I stared at, I stared at like six bullet points on a blank piece of paper for probably close to a week. And then, and then when I finally realized that it was due like immediately, it took me like three hours to write it. Okay. But, so can you imagine being so driven to tell your friend <laughs> about how much fucking you were you oh were doing God. and getting yeah. that you sat down after being fucked in standing up, sitting down, sideways, in the armpits, between the it's tits, etc. And in the brief break you have between Tom and Harry fucking you and Tom coming over later this night, this very night, Michael, that you Should sit be down and write up. You write a you have the drive to write a three page letter to be like, I got nasty and I'm liking it. I got nasty, I'm liking it, and I'm gonna keep doing it. In fact, I might be getting nasty as I write the end of this letter. You don't even know. I mean, frankly, I, I mean I don't even want to think about how many breaks she had to take to do this, and good for her. Great for her and maybe Tom and Harry and maybe who else, play to rename later. But Michael, you're working to turn your life around right now. Just get like get back on the path that you thought you were meant to be on. This is like, I see a future. I'm going for it. Took you three days of just mm. like, I don't know what to do. This lady was like, I got fucking railroaded and I fucking loved it. I'm going to do it again later. We're going to get double. We're going to do a threesome. It'll be great. I'll see you soon. I am so thoroughly fucked. See you. See you soon. I'm in. To, to be fair, I've been though, in. to be fair, though, it is. I have the problem where it's really hard to get started, but once I do on writing something, like, I'm usually pretty quick to pound it out. And, like, she had a lot of examples of how to pound it out. So, mm-hmm. like, she was already better prepared than me. It, to me, if anything, I do want to see pages one and two of this letter because maybe she did have trouble getting started. And then as soon as she was pounding it out... She then it's just, it out. Then you're easy street, baby. No, no must, no fuss. Well, a lot of, lot of must. A lot of must. Maybe a little bit of fuss, but it was all worth it in the it's end. All, it's good fuss. It's good fuss. I just realized, too, that it's Tom and Harry and both are dicks. A dick. Tom, Dick, so, and Harry. Yeah, yeah. she's... I wonder if I wonder if Anne was using pseudonyms to protect the innocent. Oh, no. Everyone was named Tom or Harry back then. That's a great point. Speaking of which, have you seen... Have you seen the... the, the have you seen Broadchurch on Netflix? The with David uh, Tennant. 
Michael, you'll have to be more specific. The Broad Church starring David Tennant from the BBC or the Broad Church <laughs> starring David Tennant that was set in California? Because he's in both no, no, series no, no. called Broad Church. No, no, no. The one, the one set in, in uh, the UK. Okay. Anyways, his partner, Miller, I has, saw the first episode. Has, a, has a child and they named this child Fred. And there's no, they don't say whether his name is actually Frederick or whatever. They don't call him Freddy. They just call this fucking baby Fred Weasley. Fred. How do you name a baby Fred in the year of our Lord 2020? And just, it, and people are just like, yeah, of course, we call this baby t- Fred. Well, I mean, Michael, I do, I, I know a little bit about the show and I know it involves kids getting killed. Is it just because they wanted to make it easy to be like, <laughs> Well, we killed a kid, so his name was Fred, I no, guess. No, because the kid who gets killed is named Danny, which is a perfectly reasonable thing to call a child. Danny. Stereotypical British-Irish bullshit. No, but thanks. like, Not Fred? How do you look at a baby? How do you look at a baby in his eyes and be like... This is a Fred. This, this is a one's, fucking This Fred. one's a Fred. This one's a goddamn Fred. I don't know no one's been named Fred. Fred in 40 years. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever met a Fred. No. I will say, Michael, one of my, I think I saw some Twitter thread about just like, it's been going around a lot during pandemic of like, hey, European people try to like figure out what America, like which states are which in America. And like, what do you think about them? Like, and uh, it's like, I saw one yesterday. It's like, I, a British person will try to define in alphabetical order every state and what I think they're known for based on like my British like knowledge. And it was accurate, but everyone's just like. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm an American, and as far as I know, everyone in, in Britain is either a serial killer, a detective, or a wizard. <laughs> no, it's accurate. Yeah. And accurate. Any small town has at least three wizards and four detectives <laughs> and one serial killer. Yeah, and small, any one small of those five people UK. could be the serial killer. Small towns in the UK are, are buck wild. Like, it, mm-hmm. is, it is kind of... It is... It is similar to the small towns in the United States, but all with, with British accents, which makes it somehow better. And it's also, it's tough because, like, at least when you have, like, true crime stuff in America, it's like, yeah, we're in, like, Missouri or, you know, the entire Midwest. And it's like, yeah, there's traveling serial killer killing all sorts of people. And there's like, oh, yeah, in Britain, there's nine serial killers this season. And it's like, your entire country is the size of South Carolina. You can't have this many. What are you doing? You're not allowed to have this many zero killers and wizards. Sorry. The, the other thing is that in the in Broadchurch, it's you know t- towards the end of uh, the first, actually, I guess the the beginning of second season, and most of the second season is is based around like trial. Mm-hmm. And can I just say that the court system in the UK met wild, buck wild, fucking buck wild, buck wild. Like there is some weird shit that we do, but like. Y'all, they, they the defendant sits in a in a fucking glass box the entire like time. In, yeah, like yeah, like on sorry, display. two minutes for ch- checking. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes for checking, and also you're a gorilla <laughs> at the zoo. What the? And everyone wears the fancy wigs, which I'm into that part. I feel like I feel like court would be better if we made the barristers slash lawyers wear wigs. That we should do, and I have so many lawyer friends that I want to see in powdered wigs, and like we need to. No, well, we um, would need different wigs. It can't, we can't take it. We can't do the powdered curly wigs. I feel like we need to pick. I feel I'm like SNL, Dolly like, either that or like SNL style, like half like skin tone and like big mohawk. <laughs> um, 
Michael, I, I would say I will say like the wildest part of like British like detective shows or court shows is their version of the Miranda rights. Yes. Which is like and like I, I Hot Fuzz is one of my favorite movies. And when he reads people their rights, I'm just like, this is the most buck wild shit ever. It's like you do not have to say anything, but it may harm your defense if you do not mention when questioned something in which you later rely on in court. Anything you do say may be given in evidence. So it's yeah. like that part is like if you say something, we get to talk about it. But it's like if I don't tell the cops something that I later am like, I that's my defense. They're like, you, you sorry, just, you fucked. Sorry, sorry. You're you missed fucked. it. You missed out. It's like I didn't have time to come up with my lies. So hey, I'm sure tr- I. Sorry, I needed I yeah. needed time. It's wild, Michael. It's been lovely talking with you. Do you have yes. any final any closing thoughts? Um, no. Although it's 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 good to be back. It's good to be back, and we'll definitely be, be back. back next week. We'll and, definitely be back next week. And shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. <laughs> I knew you'd bring it back. I didn't know how. I didn't know how or why, but you did it. If first, don't but, succeed. Touch yourself I, I'm glad. And try again. I'm glad you didn't go with that intro because, again, I don't know enough about Timbaland or Aaliyah to really lean into that, but. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm glad you brought it back. Anytime anyone says it's been a long time, that is immediately what pops into my head is the beginning of uh, "Try Again" by Aaliyah. Uh, that's like me when if anyone says at any point that it's been a while since they've done something, my very <laughs> dumb brain is like, "It's been a while." <laughs> so that's <laughs> my gigantic 350 foot tall cross to bear mm. that I will eventually build a giant 300 foot statue of Jesus on. Uh, Michael, it's been lovely talking with you. Everyone, if you like this episode, you can find out more information. I don't know. <laughs> There's Twitter. This is probably the best place, I, you know, which links to our website, which is goodbuddymedia.com. Uh, you can also find out more information about our sister show, Longest Days of Our Lives, in which Michael and I are good buddy Curtis. We're watching every single episode of Hit Show 24, which as of publication of this episode, we probably, if I get around to it, published an episode that we recorded five to six weeks ago. We recorded one. Look, I all we said was that we were going to record one. At no point did we say that we were going to edit and or release it for public the consumption. Thing is, the thing is, though, Michael, we did tweet about it both live while recording yes. and then after like we fucking did it. We got one in the bag, baby. <laughs> you edited it. Yeah. I listened to it. We chose a title. Yeah. And we didn't publish it. There's literally nothing left to do other than to publish it. Yeah. And the thing is, though, in my head, I was like, well, Michael is traveling. And then I'm going to be traveling for a week. And Curtis is doing Curtis stuff. So, like, who knows when we'll be able to do a next one. So, I couldn't possibly so put this one out. We should wait until we have, like, we just don't want to put another one out. And then, what, wait three, four weeks? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to start fans, the clock on the new one because our fans couldn't possibly tolerate our fans already hate us because it's taken so long to do this last one and if we if we then do one and then make them wait another six weeks then they will be yeah. mad again where instead of just being continually mad fool me four times shame on me fool me five times shame on the tilt boys that's that's the classic saying once again i blame curtis i you know yeah it although he Frankly, was probably the most available of any of us these this entire last time. But like, I am comfortable blaming Curtis. 100%. Yeah, I mean. he says he listens to these episodes, so like, I you know maybe we'll hear about this, maybe we won't. I guess we'll find out next time we record Long Days of Our Lives. I guess we'll find hmm. out whether he's a whether he's a fucking liar or not. Mm, yeah. Hmm. 
Mm. Ball's in your yes. court now, Curtis. Right. Mm. Mm. Curtis is going to build a 400-foot tall Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, Michael, what else do I say? Uh, if you have, if you want to talk to us, email us at Good Me. Michael, how else can we pull us out? <laughs> yeah, you can find us on uh, Twitter uh, at TILPcast. You can also email us at GoodBuddyMedia at gmail.com. Um, I think we're also on Instagram, too, but honestly, I don't know. I don't. We are. What's really weird, though, is that, like, I take Instagram type pictures of places I am or foods that I have made or eating or I'm eating or whatever. But then I just send them just to you. I don't put put them on Instagram where lots of people could see them. I, I, I very specifically curate the audience to maybe you and possibly like two other people max. I mean, ninety-five so. percent of my pictures are of Sora. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes things rough a little bit. Um, you can uh, find us obviously on your podcast app of choice. We're on all of them. Searching for Charming Little Places. Um, and if you want to give us a review uh, and a, a five-star rating, that would be terrific. Um, I honestly haven't looked at it in a while, so I don't know if people have put them on there. But I think at some point we said we would like sing them. Um, yeah, we and did. I'm still into that. I'm still into yeah. that idea. But now I'm thinking that I sing it, record it, and then play it through the mouth of a 400 foot Jesus instead. Now we're talking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do so. see that we have 29 ratings. Oh shit! I don't really? Know how to? And again, I can't. You know, are they all five star? Can't stress this enough. Five star rating. Oh, oh yes. Um, I can't click on the radius of. Oh, here we go. So our last one was May twenty eighth, twenty twenty. So you know, I During will the pandemic, say, wow, all right. I will, and that might have been. This is Rust Dog who has tweeted us multiple times to please, please, please release an L duel. Um, <laughs> I'm glad he took time out of his Labor Day, I, not really Memorial Day, I Memorial think, Day, on the twenty yeah, eighth yeah. to do this, but like. Thoroughly sufficient to listen to. Five stars. Look, they can't all be serial podcasts, but to be fair, would you really want that? The human error can only handle so much Sarah Koenig in one day. This podcast is at least worth the seven minutes of charging I need to get my AirPods back to 100%. What an amazing review. Wow. Our fans are the, just the best. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't wait all to right. invite. I can't wait to invite every single one of our listeners to our giant Jesus. Um, uh, Michael, I swear to God, once I get vaccinated, once I get vaxxed, waxed and whatever, I am going to invite every single one of our listeners to the foot of our big tall Jesus and just open mouth kiss them. <laughs> and and you, I'm just going to open mouth kiss everybody. I can't, I can't wait. wait. I can't just, wait. I just can't fucking wait. Yeah. So that's that's something to look forward to, everyone. Yeah. Please sign you know, sign me up. Get vaccinated and just come come see me. Um. Well, Michael, I think I think it's gonna do it for us this week on Trends in Little Places. It's been lovely talking with you, buddy. Love you. Love you too. Toodles. First you don't succeed. Because you're so far from trying.